Well, hello everyone again, and welcome to the Prophetic for God podcast, amen? And I believe we're on episode, this will be 40, I believe, and uh, I just want to welcome everyone, and I am in Oklahoma tonight, and uh, right around the, uh, not too far from, over here on US 69, anyway, so, praise God, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, and I'm on my way over to the Rosenberg, Texas, right? Amen. But uh, I want to welcome everybody that has been listening, and uh, we have some new folks listening from uh, the Netherlands. Amen. So uh, I'll add that country to the list. But anyway, I know people are always uh, interested in asking and things, and and uh, we've had, like I said in the past one, some folks come over from TikTok that have. Uh, have commented over there and coming closer to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And um, I want to thank the Lord today what he's doing and and uh, certainly he's doing a, a work in the land. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And thank you for stopping by and, and listening. And uh, I, I believe uh, that uh, in divine appointment, as you know, in divine uh, movement of the Lord, Amen. And so, if you're here, I don't believe you're here by chance or anything. That that uh, that God has a timing in everyone's life, Amen. And uh, I thank I thank the Lord for people coming closer to God, Amen. That's what it's about. That's what this podcast is about. Is that your heart and life, and our heart and lives, would come closer to the Lord, no matter what you're going through today. And there's uh, so many things going on in the world. Uh, let alone the, the weather and catastrophes and so on and so forth, amen. And I just came where came from where it was minus 25 degrees below zero, and the windshield was 45 degrees below zero, again, Fahrenheit, and uh, it was cold. But needless to say, it's warmer here, but the weather is a little crazier with uh, tornadoes and things like that. <laughs> anyway, I want to welcome everyone, and uh, maybe you've stopped by here and... Uh, no matter what caliber of life you're from, uh, no matter what status you're from, you could be uh, uh, CEO listening, um, you could, wherever your location is, amen. And I see that various uh, people have stopped by from various walks of life. And uh, so I just thank the Lord for that, amen, for what he's doing, because it's really about him anyway, amen. I'm a just a messenger in the way, amen. Praise God. And uh, so... Like I said, my job takes me everywhere and uh, all over the U.S. And we, we do go to Canada. I haven't been up in Canada for a while. But anyway, let's uh, let's just go to prayer before the Lord. I, I had some things I wanted to share with you. Uh, where I'm is, is tonight, amen. So you might be listening to this today, tonight, whenever you're listening. God bless you and wherever you're listening from, amen. And uh, greetings to uh, someone listening over in the Netherlands, amen. And there might be a few listening there, but in the Netherlands, that's the the newest country that's listening so praise god and uh, i i believe the language there is is danish if i'm not dutch if i'm not mistaken so uh praise god uh god bless you and uh praise the lord so lord i just thank you tonight lord today that what you're doing i pray that you just bless the reading of your word uh today lord hallelujah and just an insight into your heart an insight an increasing of faith lord in people's hearts and lives today, Lord. I just pray that, Lord, each and every one that's listening, Lord, no matter where they're, they're from, uh, no matter what status they're from, Lord, no matter uh, if they're a CEO or someone that is just the uh, everyday worker or someone that is uh, anyone, Lord, today, Lord, that's listening from any, any spectrum of life, Lord. I just pray that you would uh, touch them, Lord, and be with us as we read your word and look at your word, Lord. And Father, I just thank you that people would come closer to you, Lord, that they would receive you into their lives, Lord. Hallelujah. They open our heart and lives, O oh God, unto you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, meet people's needs in this hour, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Many people are struggling and suffering in some way, shape, fashion, or form, Lord. And I just pray that in faith would be imparted tonight. 
today into their situation, Lord, into their lives, Lord. Hallelujah. You would bring hope into their lives, Lord. Whatever country they're from, Lord, whatever city they're from, Lord, whatever they're doing, Lord, right now, I just pray that the apprehension of the Holy Spirit, Lord, the Holy Ghost, Lord, would be prevalent in their home and their lives. Hallelujah. In the privacy of the listening time, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, that you would just let the Holy Spirit minister to whoever would listen to this episode, Lord, or this podcast. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. We pray. Amen and amen. All right. I just wanted to, uh, again, I want to welcome everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. And uh, we've had some uh, uh, some folks that uh, speak speaking Spanish speaking folks stop by. Amen. <laughs> and that's uh, that's that's all good. Amen. So praise the Lord and uh, uh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. Amen. Praise the Lord. And no matter what you're going through, uh, I I would just like to say today that God loves you. Amen. He loves us with an everlasting love. And uh, as I've said before, God will be as close to you as you allow him to be. Amen. Uh, in our hearts and in our lives. So uh, I just wanted to uh, go to some scriptures that would uh, build upon uh, uh, faith and hope. Amen to those things. Praise the Lord. And um, we love the Holy Spirit here, the Holy Ghost here. Hallelujah. Uh, we love the Spirit of God here. I know I, I really appreciate the Spirit of the Lord. And it's the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, that makes a change in your heart, change in your life. Uh, the Holy Spirit is, is so much needed uh, in, in the church today, in the world today. Amen. In Christianity today. And the Holy Spirit is many things, but one thing He is, He's a convictor of sin, amen? And uh, the Bible says that, the scriptures say that godly sorrow turns one on to repentance, amen? And the worldly sorrow does just the opposite. It brings sorrow to heart, amen? It brings grievance to heart. So, praise God. So, whatever situation you're in today, those from Pal Talk, I know that uh, I've spoken to some people over there different times, and I know they come here. So I want to welcome the people from Pal Talk, Amen, and and uh, praise the Lord. I pray that uh, that the message is a blessing, Amen. Praise the Lord to you, and that uh, your your life is and heart is coming closer to God, Amen. So let's just go to some scriptures here, and uh, where I wanted to go, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, oh, hallelujah, Jesus! Thank you, Lord. Let's go over to I have several several scriptures that would have come to me and I was going to go over to Mark but we'll we'll start over in John here amen and let's go to uh, let's go to uh, the Gospels in fact the Bible is full of miracles amen and so many people get preached today or said to at some people that Jesus is that God is all done doing miracles today amen and that's the that's not the God I know amen so praise the Lord and uh I thank the Lord that he is still in the miracle-working business, and uh, we can reach out to him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's go to to John and chapter 6. And we have all, I want to say this before we get going here, that um, there's many people that listen. I welcome everyone here. There, there's people that are not Christians that come here. There's people that are inquisitive. They're inquiring um, in their lives, wondering what, you know, God puts purpose in your life, you see. I have other episodes on that, but but God is the he 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 puts purpose in your life. He has a plan for your life, Amen. And uh, he has a blueprint for your life, Amen. When you come to him, and uh, praise God and 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 the, the God I the God we're speaking of today for you that come and don't know him. I pray that your heart and life open to him. That you open your heart and life. I didn't say to a church, a ministry, or anything like that. If you have good ministry or anything, you started going somewhere, that's great, amen? But one-on-one -on -one with God, God is about relationship. He's not about religion. He's about relationship, amen? Like I said before, man builds religion, but God builds relationship, amen? Praise the Lord, and you only need to open your heart and life to the Lord. He does not barge into your life, and uh, the enemy will do that. The devil will do that. 
but God does not do that. Amen. He comes into your heart. Uh, there's conviction in your heart and life through the Holy Spirit, but it's always your choice to open your heart and life up to Jesus Christ. Amen. To God. Amen. So praise the Lord. So we're going to go around here a little bit here, and amen. I just wanted to uh, share some scriptures and give some thought here, and uh, praise the Lord. Let's go to, uh, and some of these are instantaneous happenings, but anyway, the gospel, especially the gospels, are full of, uh, uh, of the miracles of the Lord. I believe in miracles, amen, uh, and, and God is a miracle-working God, amen. Okay, so in, in John 6 and 21, amen, so again, we have people that are Christians listening, some that are in the middle, they don't know, really know uh, if they want God or not, some that have just come to the Lord. Amen. Some that are, are uh, uh, living in sin, amen, that have come to listen. And I, I pray that you'll open your heart and life to the Lord, amen, that you'll make a choice just to uh, open your heart to God today and let Him work with your life, amen. The Bible says, let us come and reason together. And it, uh, it saddens me sometimes when people don't understand that God is a God of dialogue. How do we know that? In the Scripture, there's a lot of dialogue. Uh, the Lord says, Come and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Amen. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be as white as snow. But you have to come to Him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come to Him with all your faults. Come to Him with all your grievances. Uh, amen. He knows all the things in your life anyway. He knows the beginning. Amen. He knows your, your past, your present, and your future. He works with you in the now. He works with you in the present. Amen. Praise the Lord. But He knows your past your present, and your future. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's go to uh, John 6 and 21, and we read here, uh, Then they willingly received him into the ship, and a lot of people don't like to talk about this too much, but it says, And immediately the ship was at the land whither they went. Okay, so we continue on into verse 22. It says, The day following... When the people, let's go back to verse 21 for a minute. You'll note here that it says, And immediately the ship was at the land, whether they went. How many know in the Gospels today, you that are listening to your Christians, is that there is many happenings in the Scripture that happened immediately. Sometimes God works and He does things immediately. Amen? So we know the things that move God's heart. Of course, we've shared and taught those here. Uh, I've shared those with you. Amen? that without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? So, what is faith? And, of course, we have those, have those, I have those in other episodes, that faith, it simply said, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Let's say that again. That faith is the substance, okay? So it's the substance of faith, amen? The woman that came to Jesus and reached out and had an issue of blood that was healed immediately when she touched the hem of his garment, in her mind and in her heart, she didn't care who was around, she didn't care anything else, she just had one belief, and that was that when I touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be healed. That was her belief, that was her faith, amen, that was her substance, amen. Okay, so let's go on here, let's just read verse 21 again, again, John 6, 21, then they willingly received him into the ship and immediately the ship was at the land whither they went hallelujah praise the lord glory to god amen hallelujah our god is a uh, supernatural god what do we mean by that that not the supernatural hocus pocus you see out here at times but what we mean when we say god is the god of the supernatural right in other words, it doesn't line up with natural thinking. The Bible says that the carnal mind or the natural man, the thinking of man, amen, is an en enemy against God, an enmity against God. In other words, it's an enemy of God. And I've said this in the past uh, one or two episodes also, I just uh, touched on that briefly, that our, we cannot bring, especially I was speaking of ministry before, uh, we cannot bring that into the realm of the spirit with natural thinking. Now, why would we say that? Why would I say that today to you? Well, the scripture is full of Jesus doing what with the disciples? The disciples' follower or discipline one, right? He was constantly bringing about things 
the Lord, the, the, what the Lord was doing, he was doing many things. Of course, it was all pointed towards the kingdom of God. He was teaching them the kingdom of God, right? And uh, those things, the miracles that happened, were in defiance of the natural thing. How could that be? How many times uh, you that have ever received a miracle, you just knew it was a miracle? Amen? That it was outside of what? It was outside of the natural correspondence either of science or the natural correspondence of everyday life or that which is outside of that's why we call it supernatural that God is a God of the supernatural it's outside of the natural uh, thinking of man amen okay our, our, our everyday life thinking in other words okay so immediately the ship was 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 at the land whether they went amen okay so in verse 22 the following the day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that the one whereunto his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went, went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. They started to think, what's going on here, right? Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Is there a counter, being we're on that subject, is there a counterfeit? Was there a counterfeit uh, of demonstrations uh, in Scripture uh, of the real and, the, and, and that which wasn't of the Lord? Yes. There was sorcery in the days of Moses. There was and, and sorcery uh, uh, throughout the Old Testament. Amen. There was wizardry and all those things. So what did God do, uh, like we said on the uh, said on the last uh, episode or two, I think it was, that what did God do? God just doesn't do something to do it with, amen? Even though uh, in the human mind sometimes somebody might not understand, amen? But he intensified or he brought about his power in a great way, right? So the day and age that we live in, is also uh, full of that, only it's on a, a more of a modern technology, modern way uh, that people do things sometimes. So what does God do? He comes along, and again, he has a reason. He just doesn't do something to do it, okay? Uh, there's always a, a purpose that God has in it. And uh, so as the, as, the, as the day is evil, you'll, you'll see an increase of God's power, right? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. And not to get off on that subject. So, okay, so in verse 22, and Jesus went not with his disciples on the very last part of the scripture into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. In verse 23, howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that, the Lord had given thanks. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In verse 24, what? I'm getting to a point here anyway. In verse 24, John 6:24, when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. What were they doing? They were they saw things in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. They saw the miracles and they saw these things. It intensified their, some people it intensified their curiosity. You could be listening today and wondering, uh, would God do this for me? And it comes to the human mind, and uh, would he do this for me? Amen. I would encourage you to come to God and seek him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's go. Let's go over here. Let's see where I want to go here. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go over here to Luke, and let's go to... Uh, let's go to verse 10, okay? Luke 13 and verse 10. I was going to go further down a little bit, but let's start at Luke, let's start at uh, verse 10, Luke 13 and 10. 
and he was teaching in one of the synagogues tells you what he was doing right he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath okay all right we we uh, there's an episode on some of that I, I Jesus in the midst I think that's the episode that we we talked on some of these things here but not exactly in this scripture but around these items in uh, teaching in a synagogue and so on and so forth in verse 11 and behold there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity amen it tells you what she had amen um, how did he, there's many things uh, that are spoken of the spirit of disobedience and the children of disobedience amen here we see the spirit of infirmity it tells you what it tells you there's a, there's spirits that can be attached to people in certain instances and they can cause these sorts of things at, at times identity uh, things here okay okay spirit of infirmity 18 years so it's 18 years right and was and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself amen and verse 12 and when Jesus saw her he called her to him and said unto her woman thou art loose from thy infirmity amen praise the Lord what was the infirmity Oh, she had a you go back a spirit of infirmity amen okay so in verse 13 and he said and he I'm sorry and he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God amen praise the Lord hallelujah notice who she glorified did that upset people that she did that yes Amen. Okay, so in verse 14, and the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Why the indignation? Well, we read on. Because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. <laughs> Praise God. Let's read that again. Verse 14, and the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day <laughs> there's some people listening that are simple enough just to believe God for their problems that might not even know God but are open to trying to understand God we have people that come here that uh, from all walks of life that sometimes are trying to understand you could be listening to this episode and you're trying to find your way in life. Every all hell is broken out in your life. You really don't know what to do, and you're trying to figure it all out. Amen. And uh, the Holy Spirit has led you to to open your heart and life to God. I pray that's what you will do. Amen. Not, not to religion, but to God. Amen. There's a huge difference. Okay. So praise the Lord. So. Because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. Now, what did that mean? Well, that mean that that was a violation to them, right? To religious leaders of that day, okay? And said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work, in them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day, right? Now, what did the Lord have to say to them? In verse 15, And the Lord then answered him, and said now look at the language here now a lot of people don't like to talk about the language in scripture we have language in the book of Hosea that's very graphic okay uh, we have language in the Gospels that's uh, has at times you see that here uh, that we're going to read uh, that can get graphic and in other areas uh, be very uh, graphic amen uh, of course in the book of Hosea God is referring to that what they what what his people had become onto him at that time in history okay so if you were to ever go there and i i've shared on that book not a lot of people like to go to it but that is part of uh, uh the uh scriptures amen so anyway i was i think i was teaching a while back quite a while back in the book of jose and pal talk for for uh about three hours two or three hours uh probably about a year ago okay so uh and the folks there were listening. So if you've come over from Paltalk, you know me. 
Um, I've been in Paltalk for a long while, and my heart is always that that each and every one of us would come closer to God. Amen. Each and every day. Amen. And uh, when you know the Lord, each and every day can can be different in its own way. Amen. So he says in verse 15, after they had said this, And the Lord answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, notice what he called him, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and led him away to watering. So what does that scripture have to do with, well, the Lord was addressing their hypocrisy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so in verse 16, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, whom Sue? Who? We don't want to just go over that. Whom Satan hath bound. What does that tell us? That tell us, it tells you that in instances, not in everyone, but in instances, there can be a what? People can be bound by Satan. <laughs> what is that? Well, we talked about that before. How does the devil come to your mind or Satan? The Bible says it's an angel of light, right? He comes to your mind and he puts uh, doubt, lies, and all these things. Hath God said, and so anything to discredit God, okay? Whom Satan hath bound, okay, so it tells you who Satan hath bound, amen? Tells you where there's a binding from, right? What does the Bible say about the anointing? The, the, the anointing of God breaks the yoke of bondage. That's why you'll find on the podcast here and in many episodes you'll find uh, also uh, uh, talking about the anointing, amen, because it breaks the yoke of bondage. Why do we need the anointing in our church? That is one of the major keys right there is that it breaks the yoke of bondage, amen. Don't expect people to walk, uh, to leave the same way they, to, they'll leave the same way they came in without the anointing. They'll leave with no deliverance, they'll leave, etc. Amen. Praise God. So, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years, amen, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. Right? This goes out to the question. Alright, in verse 17. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced. What did the people do? They rejoiced. What did his adversaries do? They were ashamed. Amen. At at this time, at this at this point of this verse. Amen. For all the glorious things that were done by him. How many knows uh, today that that when God begins to move in the whether it be in the realm of miracles, the realm of salvation. Let's say you're your family, you've been praying, and people start coming to the Lord. There's a rejoicing in your heart, right? Amen? There's a praise unto God. You give glory to God. And there was people in Scripture that gave who? When they were healed, when they were touched, when they were, amen, and so on and so forth. For divine provision, they rejoiced in God. How about in the, even in the Old Testament? When God had divine provision, this is before people became disobedient, in the Old Testament at times, and if you don't believe there wasn't disobedience, well, then you have to go there and read it, right? We've read that at various times. You'll see that in various books. And you'll see where God, what he did when they were disobedient. Nobody likes to talk about that sometime in history, but we find what the Lord did. We find what the Lord did when they were obedient. The blessing they had. The blessing they walked in. But not too many people like to talk about uh the people of God when they weren't in, a, in a obedience to the Lord what he did and some people uh, well I won't get into that but we're it's in the book we're studying uh, the book of Jeremiah we need to go back to that praise God okay so anyway okay so they were ashamed verse and get in we're in Luke 13 at this moment in verse 17 amen hallelujah In verse 18, he said, Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of, of God? So if you're listening and you have a question about the kingdom of God, the Gospels are full. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are full of the 
What was Jesus doing? He was teaching them of the kingdom of God. What was part of the kingdom of God? Faith. What was other things of the kingdom of God? Miracles. What was the other thing? You see? goes into all these things. Amen? Okay, so then said he on to, what is the, what is the kingdom of God like? Right? And whereunto shall I resemble it? Right? In other words, how am I going to show forth? Right? This is what he had to come, this is what he had to bring out for people to understand uh, that we're even in questioning. In verse 19, it is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden and it grew and waxed a great tree and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. Again, it came from a very small seed. Amen. And he said unto them in verse 20, and again he said, whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go to verse 21. Again, we're in at this moment, we're in uh, Luke 13 and verse, um, praise the Lord, in verse 21. It is, it is like the leaven which a woman took and hid three measures of, of meal till the whole was leavened. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In verse 22, and he went through the cities and villages teaching what was he doing? Teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've already jumped down here to verse 24. It says, Strive to enter in, amen, at the straight gate, where many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. What keeps people uh, away from God. I've asked this question to people at times, but what keeps an individual away from God? Well, someone might say, well, sin, and, and that is true. Amen? And as we come closer to God, straighter is the gate, and narrow is the way that we enter in. And if we want to know God on the level that we see in Scriptures, we have to come close to Him. We have to seek Him. Amen? And uh, praise the Lord. And how do you do that? Begin to communicate with the Lord, which is also called prayer. Amen? Begin to meditate. Meditate on what? Meditate on His Word. Amen? Take certain key verses and, and meditate on them. You might be in the book of Psalms or the book of John or so on and so forth. Amen? Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's go to... Um, Another here, let's see. Um, oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's go to Matthew uh, 8 and verse 1, and we read here, When he was come down from the mountain, amen. Who else have we seen that went to the mountain? Well, Moses went to the mountain. Elijah went to the mountain, amen. Um, and what was there doing? A, a seeking of the Lord, amen. But anyway, it says here, when uh, Matthew 8, verse 1, uh, when he was come down, I'm at the truck stop here tonight, so you might hear some uh, trucks next to me or something. I try to get that noise out sometimes, but there's a humming of motors or whatever, so here in Oklahoma tonight, amen, so uh, when he, in verse 1, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, amen, verse 2, and behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, amen, there is some people, let me interject here, there, there is some people, 
There are some people, amen, that don't always understand that what the Lord was always, uh, as I have to watch trucks that are barked backing up next to me that they don't hit my truck, right? Praise God <laughs> at night here. But anyway, praise the Lord. So anyway, uh, there's people that, that came to the Lord that sometimes are even cast aside in the so-called modern-day church we see, right? Well, it's uh, sometimes human nature. People want to be around people that are, right? You have to look at the people that also came to Jesus. They were from all walks of life, right? Some came to understand. Some came from leadership. Some came from, in this case, in this verse here, uh, this man was a leper. Amen. And he says here, and, and behold, I say these things also, that you can be from any walk of life, you can be in any condition, any any sort of mindset, and and ask the Lord to help you, amen, and ask Him into your life. And I pray you make that decision to welcome the Lord into your life and ask His forgiveness and come to Him, amen. Praise the Lord and and let God become the center focus of your heart and life. Amen. And verse 2, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Amen. Praise the Lord. And verse 3, And Jesus put forth his hands and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. Amen. And it says here, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Amen. Praise God. He's reaching out. You'll notice in nearly every instance there was always a reaching out to God. Amen. Now, sometimes there's been people that have come to listen um, from all walks of life. Praise the Lord. And uh, from low stature to high stature. Amen. And and I always love to teach on the characters of God. And why is that important? Because it's important to understand what moves the hand of God. For instance, faith. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And it tells us what faith is, as I, I just explained to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And faith is other things, but that's one of the, the key millstones of faith. Amen. It also tells you in Scripture what, what God will not hear. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, he resists the proud. So you see, so, but he gives grace to the humble. But what did he say? He said, I will even hear this one. Amen. That trembles at my word. Amen. That fears God. In other words, a reverence for God. Not the kind of fear that you're afraid, but the, a reverence for the Lord. Praise the Lord. A respect for the Lord coming to him. Amen. But he said, the proud are resist, amen? But he said, he that cometh to me, and believing, and also a broken and a contrite heart, that he would not refuse. What does that tell you? That tells you how, it teaches us in Scripture how to come to God. People today sometimes haven't even been taught how to come to God. Right? Praise the Lord. Oh, that the church would get get out beyond the four walls. And there's some good churches, but... Amen. But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I, I didn't come to call the righteous. Amen. But those... That has a different connotation there. In other words, they were self-righteous is what he was really saying. Amen. But it says here, and immediately... His leprosy was cleansed. Now, in another part of the Gospels, you also read that uh, if thou can believe, you know, the Lord says, okay? Uh, praise the Lord. And he says here in verse 4 uh, in Matthew, we're in Matthew 8 and verse 4, And Jesus saith unto him, See thou tell. Now, this is, this is an area where a lot of people that were healed and so on and so forth didn't always listen to the Lord, and it caused him not to be too welcomed in the land or... Or they, or they caught 
even worse shape for it, amen, but they were just rejoicing in God, and they went around and spread uh, their, uh, their what had happened to them and so on and so forth, and it, uh, it sometimes stirred up a lot of anger with people, right, especially those, uh, the religious leaders of, the, of that day. Okay, so in verse 4, And Jesus saith unto him, he gave him, in other words, instruction, See thou tell no man, right? But go thy way, and show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for the testimony unto them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we go a little further here, and we read, so that was an instruction given out. Amen. Praise the Lord. And verse 5, And when Jesus, the reason I said that, because the Word of God is full of, uh, in the Word of God of instruction in righteousness unto right living unto God. Amen. So the Scriptures are written for right standing or right living unto God, which each and every one of us, including myself, we, we work towards that and allow the Lord to work in our lives. Amen. And uh, if we stay in that mindset that God always has a long way to go, we'll remain in humility before the Lord when we come before Him, amen, and in prayer or whatever that would be. So in verse 5, don't you want to know, don't you want to have ministry that tells you how to move the hand of God, amen, that you can, that what moves the hand of God the, the, uh, in faith and so on and so forth, amen, uh, you want to know that. And you have a right to know that, amen? And you can find that in Scripture, amen? You can find what, what God hates, what He loves, what He'll put up with. Oh, that's a good one, amen? Praise the Lord. Tells you what kind of friends you might want to keep and what you might want to stay away from, amen? For instance, the Bible says jealousy is a rage. Who can contain those things? You know, It tells you what kind of company to keep, amen? Praise the Lord. That's not to disbar anybody from salvation or anything. But it tells you, in other words, it gives you instruction uh, in wisdom, is what I'm saying. Okay. So, in verse 5, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Amen. Inquiring. Right. And verse 6, And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy and now watch the language here people grievously tormented right now this man's faith reached out right okay so you read on and Jesus said unto him will come and heal him in other words I'll go and heal him amen and in verse 8 the centurion answered and said Lord I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. That was his confidence. I mean, just as the woman at the with the issue of blood, of course, this is a different instance, but same, I don't like to use the word concept, but the same, same thinking in that way. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hearing motors humming in the background, that's the uh, things on my truck, okay? or the truck next to me. Most of you know I'm a truck driver, and, and I preach to people out here on the road and talk to them about the Lord and so on and so forth. So in verse 6, And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, and is grievously tormented. Amen. In verse 7, And Jesus said unto him, like I said, we'll come and heal him. And in verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. That was his faith. That was his, that was his faith that reached out. That's the way he believed, with the authoritative word of faith. And my servant shall be healed. Amen? And verse 9, For I am a man under authority. He understood authority. He understood reaching. Amen? Having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and another come, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. He understood the authoritative measure. Amen. And he put that into practice in talking to the Lord. That's to break that down, that's what he was doing, okay? 
in verse 11, And I say, and Jesus, in other words, Jesus said, And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Praise the Lord. In verse 12, But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now we go down to verse 13. Okay. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast what believed. So you see the concept of, of the working, I spoke with that in other episodes, uh, of the working of miracles. Amen. And the faith that's, that is, is involved with that. Amen. Hallelujah. When a woman reaching out with the issue of blood, and so on and so forth. There's many instances in the scripture. And many things took place immediately, right? And other things, you see, thou hast believed, so be, so be it done unto thee. In other words, as you believe, so be it done unto thee. So when he went back, it says, and his servant was healed in the self same hour. Oh, hallelujah. Many people have been, uh, some of God's people have been woken up in the middle of the night to pray and intercede. And some have followed through and done that. Right? Amen? And they have followed through and found out that when the intercessory prayer came on them or a burden of prayer and they uh, they gave obedience to that, that they prayed in that self-same time there was a change. Amen? And you that would be listening have had that happen uh, in certain instances when you prayed uh, when the Lord is, uh, the Spirit of God has moved on you that way. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to go on down a little further. It says, um, uh, let's jump down here to verse 16. Matthew 8 and verse 16. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. What? <laughs> How many knows the deliverance ministry is kind of a hated ministry today? It doesn't, it's a kind of taboo. It's not always welcomed, right? Amen. But God has given certain ministry uh, uh, ministry of deliverance. Amen. So we find here many that were possessed with devils. What does that tell us? That someone can be possessed with a devil. Okay. Right? And it goes forth and says, And cast out the spirits. Right? How? With his word. And healed all that were sick. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Why do we need the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, when people come, whether it's one or whether it's 200 or whether it's 2,000? Amen. The Spirit of God is needed in the midst. Amen. That's why this podcast is all mainly the main theme of the podcast here is about coming closer to God. Amen. So we want to see the the workings of God these in, in the scriptures here coming to life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord today. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, let's go over here to... Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go over here to uh, what I've been sharing recently, or 
quite a bit to, to Lugate, and let's go to verse, um, we can go to verse, because uh, someone might be asking where is this found at, well it's found in, we'll, we'll, we'll go to, to, this, to this gospel here to read it, praise the Lord. So in Luke 8 and 42, um, for, he had, for he had one only, his daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying, but as he went, the people thronged him. Amen. Verse 43, and a woman having an issue of blood, in case you were wondering where the scripture was, it's in, in this instance, it's in Luke 8. And we read it right around 40, 43, amen. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, amen, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, amen. And we thank God for the physicians, amen. We thank God for doctors, amen. Praise the Lord. And they have a place, amen. Praise God. And verse 44, came behind him, and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. Amen. In verse 45, and Jesus said, Who touched me? Amen. When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, and you remember me sharing with you on this before, but here's the scripture for it, said, Master, the multitude now what were they thinking? They were using what? Well, they were using their natural carnal thinking, right? What was he been teaching them? About the kingdom of God. In this case here, they were doing and the master he's a master, the multitude throng thee and press upon thee, and sayest thou, Who touched thee? In other words, all these people around you and you're asking, Who touched you? That's not what Jesus meant, amen. Forty six and Jesus said, Somebody had touched me. For I perceive that virtue is gone out from me. Amen. Praise the Lord. In verse 47, And when the woman saw that she had not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Amen. And in verse 48 we read, And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. And the next words that Jesus says here, Thy faith. Amen. Faith is a... Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah is a receiving of faith. Amen. Have made thee whole. Go in peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 I said this before, but we can come as close to God as we allow Him in our life. In other words, Whatever price you're willing to pay, your time and your is, is coming closer to God. Amen. It, praise God. Hallelujah. You can come to closest. We can come to closest God to to we that we want. Amen. As closest that will allow the Lord into our lives. As much as we'll spend time with Him. And on a daily basis incorporating and speaking with him in our hearts and lives amen praise God hallelujah praise the Lord today hallelujah praise God the Bible says the scripture says in other words that Jesus is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother you could be listening today and everything has forsaken you. Everything has been forsaken in your life. Your friends have left. Everything is gone. But Jesus said, and the scriptures say, 
that I am a friend that sticks it closer than a brother. Amen. Praise God. And you come to the Lord just the way you are. Amen. Don't try to fix anything or anything. Just come to the Lord just the way you are. You open your heart and life to Him. Come to God just the way you are. No matter where you live, where you are. And I know it's uh, the podcaster reaches out to different people in other countries and so on and so forth. But just open your heart and life to God. Say, Lord, come into my life. I receive you into my life. Amen. And let God become a daily part of your your focus in your life, no matter what you're going through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah today. Praise God. God's a good God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We serve a mighty God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. I'll catch you on the next episode, rather. I think we're on episode 40 here. But um, I just want to say be encouraged today. Let the Lord touch your heart and life. Let the Lord welcome Him into your home, your circumstances. Amen. And give God opportunity to do work in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord and to work in your situation and circumstances. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I always share, uh, usually it's at the end of the episode, but be a blessing. Amen. Be a blessing to someone else that is less fortunate than you or someone, either whether it be in your family or community or whatever. Amen. Just be a blessing. Amen. If it's in the way of money and that God's blessed you that way, then help them out. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's okay. Amen. Sometimes it's in the way of talent. Um, I've talked about some of the university folk lately and, and kids and things like that. Amen. Be a blessing. Amen. Help someone out today. You know, the world is full of uh, need and, and help, and you can be a great blessing to someone. Amen. And sometimes it's your talent, sometimes it's your time. Amen. And if you love God today and so on and so forth, that in the way of prayer and the way of of, uh, of letting someone know you're praying for them. Amen. Praise the Lord and follow up. Amen. And ask the Lord to help them. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Uh, Lord, I just thank you right now for your word, your spirit. Lord, for what you're doing. And, Lord, I just pray that you draw our hearts and lives ever so close to you, Lord. And whether someone be listening that's in ministry or pastor or so on and so forth, or someone listening that, uh, that Lord, really needs you, I just pray that hearts and lives would come close to you, Lord. And make that you the center focus of their lives, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. This day and hour that we live in, Lord, would be an hour of the power of God, an hour of power, Lord, of your spirit. Hallelujah. Reaching out to people and touching people, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you would take your word and anoint it to people's hearts and lives. And, Lord, that they would see that faith would rise up because of what you're doing and what they would believe you for, Lord. Hallelujah today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Please come back and uh, and become a part. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I pray that the Lord uh, just reaches out and touches your heart and life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, I'll see you on the next episode. 
and uh, you from Pal Talk. I'll see you over there again. Amen. I stopped there uh, now and then, and uh, praise the Lord. And God bless you. Amen. I'll see you on the next episode. And like I said, I believe we're on episode 40. And again, this is Jerry with the Prophetic for God podcast. And I pray the, the Lord that you open your heart and life up to even more of God in your life. Amen. If you know Him. If you don't know Him, open your, open your heart and life up to the Lord. Receive Him into your life. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you.